This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. Now batting for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 134 of the NYYST podcast presented to you by Baseballism.com. I'm your host, Christian. What's going on here? Uh-oh. As always? There's somebody else in the power chair today. Yo! <laughs> what up? Chris is on vacation, so joining me today is Stack Guy Rye. What up? Double time. What so, up, Christian? So we haven't been, the three of us haven't been together now going on three episodes. You inexplicably decided to take off. Right, to, right, right. For well, whatever you t- reason. You two both uh, have missed some pods now in the last couple of weeks, so I figured I'd uh, hop on that bandwagon. No, you started the trend. Well, yeah, that, that was something else. That was something else had uh, come up. You were just like, nah, I'm not going to do it today. Uh, okay, Tony Brooklyn, go ahead. Well, then you missed last episode. I had a, I was sitting in your chair. Now I'm well, you know what? Here. First of all, I have no idea what happened on last week's episode because I'm a complete narcissistic egomaniac, and I won't listen to the show if I'm not on it because I don't really care what happens, to be honest with you. See, that honestly hurt my feelings <laughs> because I made it a point to make sure I listen to the episodes. I'm not there because I well, also I like hearing how you guys always have to rip me in in the beginning. I mean, and you know what? I was a little upset because, you know, I'm sitting around on my own vacation waiting around to call into the show to say hi to you guys. And then conveniently, you just happened to start it when I was at dinner. Yeah, the had, one uh, the one time the whole day that I couldn't stop what I was doing was at yeah, dinner. Yeah, we should have done that a little earlier. You know, was it, Sunday? It, it was a straight up grime move by Chris. Yeah, look, look end of the day, let's pin all of this. Oh, it's absolutely it's his fault. It's this a is- grime move on his part. He knew when I was going to dinner and that's when he, it was convenient for him to record the show. I can't believe you didn't even listen to a minute of it. No, nah, you don't want to know what. I was just... If you're on vacation, though, I'm on you know, vacation. You know what? After after the game on Sunday, and you guys completely blew me off. I was just decompressing right. from baseball till Friday. So okay. you know, it's not it's not against you. It's totally against him. Uh, did you watch any of the Derby All Star Game? No, I was out. Not Monday even night. And I caught a little. Did I? I caught a little bit of the home run der- uh, of the All Star Game. But dude, I like the home run derby. But at, I think when they first changed the format, I really loved it because it was so high paced and just. Boom, boom, boom. But now it kind of feels like it's almost too much. Like it's, I don't know. What, so, what do they do now? It's timed rounds? Well, it's timed rounds, but not only is it timed rounds, it's it's face-off. So it's, it's so-and-so it's in versus a bracket. so right, yeah. right. It's it's all bracket. It used to be you just had 10 outs. Right. And yeah, whoever like had Hamilton went off the at top Yankee four Stadium, guys or whatever made it to the next round. That home run derby was awesome. Yeah, they, they replayed it on ESPN Classic. Uh, oh, really? One of, those, one of the nine ESPN channels the other day. I was watching yeah, part of least. it. Yeah, I, I, I caught a couple of clips of Hamilton's uh, run during that Yankee Stadium Derby. Dude, he was hitting some long shots. Yeah, because I heard people were complaining that even that Pete Alonso won, even though Vlad Guerrero hit 91 home runs. But I'm saying to myself, it, it doesn't matter. Like, Yeah, he hit 29 in the first round. That set a record. 
Um, but dude, it's so much. It's man. not. It's not a. Comp- it's not like. Um, it's not a cumulative sc- score. Right. So, if he's does he know that when he was hitting, did he know that he yeah, wanted? He to, shouldn't have he done that. Stopped. Especially because now there's a million dollar prize involved. So you're not winning to you know set a record. You know you you want to win the win a million dollars, especially yeah. if you're on rookie contracts. I mean, he's getting paid a little bit more because he was an international signing, but. I don't know. And then the 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 All Star game was good. I I was kind of in and out, just trying to watch some Yankees. Tanaka looked good. Sanchez had a nice rope down the left field line, and Chapman was probably honestly the best I have ever seen him, considering the the talent he was facing. Just unbelievable stuff, and he looked good again today at a one two three ninth. Yeah, I mean, I s- took the dog out in between the eighth and the ninth, and just sat down, and I. Looked at my yeah. phone for two seconds. I looked up. The game was over. I was like, wow, he really, yeah. he must have. Uh, but you know what? We're back from the all-star break now. Uh, the Yankees did what they needed to do. They took two or three from Toronto. And you just keep, you know, you keep checking days off the calendar right now. They maintain an eight-game lead in the loss column over to Rays. The Rays, uh, well, they went three out of four because they had... Um, they were yeah. going for the first ever combined perfect game today. It got broken up in the ninth inning, I think. Yeah, I think they had a doubleheader yesterday against yeah, or two uh, days ago against the Orioles. So yeah, I think the they Yankees took. In. I, did they split that day? Yeah, they split that day. Yeah. Tampa, Tampa, still eight games behind the Yankees in the loss column. They're coming in next. Uh, they'll be playing. Yeah, they're playing four games this week, uh, Monday through Thursday, and then the Rockies are in town, which is always oh. interesting. That'll be cool. A nice little change up. Sick of just all the, there's been a lot of AL East games lately, right? That's pretty much been it since, I don't, when was the last non AL East team well, they played? The, been on, the Indians? Been, they played the no. Rays, the, the uh, Astros, the Blue Astros. Jays, the Red Sox, Sox the Mets, Tampa, All Star break, Toronto, Tampa, and then now Colorado. Yeah. So. And I think they're what, like thirty-one and ten now against. Uh, yeah, they have the best record in Major League Baseball against their own division. So that's that's what you want to see the Yankees do because there's a couple of teams down in in that division that aren't very good. So you want to see them win, and then you know they're beating the top teams in their division. They're you know they're just they're handling their business. They're not hitting right now. Uh, they scored what? They scored four, two, uh, four, four, and one. They scored nine runs in the series. They still were able to win it. Uh, so the home run bats have kind of gone silent. The only home run they hit this weekend was Mike Talkman today. Today, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a nice uh, little rope. He hit it right over the untuckit.com sign. I was thinking untuckit.com. Maybe they could get a sponsorship for him out there, you think? Yeah, they should do something for Mike Maybe Talkman. Maybe an untuckit chambers for Mike Talkman. Yeah. Yeah, get guys with uh, nice dress shirts that are untucked. I don't know. I'm talking too much about Mike Talkman and and that company. Well, you know, you got to give a credit to a guy like Mike Talkman. Absolutely. You know, uh, as much as fans don't want to see him, he, you know, he he fills a role on this team right now as a fourth outfielder. Uh, Did you see that play he made out in left field yeah, today? Yeah. I mean, you, you have him for that reason primarily. Uh, come off the bench and, and be a nice defensive I am surprised he's played as much as he had since uh, Stanton went back down. Yeah, he but has played a lot. It just goes to show you right now where the Yankees' mindset is with Clint Frazier, that he's just not really in their plans because Talkman's played a lot. Gardner's played a lot. And those are two guys that you probably, even with Stanton being out, you wouldn't expect 
being in the lineup a lot. And it would be a good spot for uh, Clint to come in and play. And he's just not doing it. And, you know, the trade deadline is looming. You know, Clint Frazier is going to be linked to any trade the Yankees are going to possibly make. You know, I still don't see them trading him for a rental. That's what you keep hearing that Cashman because, you know, how many more years of control do the Yankees have over Frazier? Three, four more years. Yeah, I believe until 2021. And, yeah, and, and there's no out of the rentals that are out there, like let's say a Madison Bumgarner. As much as we want him, I don't think at this point in his career, that's something that you're willing to mortgage three or four years of uh, Clint Frazier for. They had, there was some stat today. I think it, it's uh, Stroman and Bumgarner are both tied. They have the most quality start losses. That's in, it. In that's baseball. it. That's it. That's that. That's a pretty uh, interesting stat because that shows that you know they maybe play for they're bad teams. Yeah, maybe they're yeah. just on a really bad team. I don't know. I was wild. You know, I was trying to pay extra attention to Stroman today because uh, you know he's going to be one of the names linked to the Yankees mm-hmm. as they <clears throat> as they uh, you know try to figure out what they're going to do here. I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of his. I know that he he's he's under control past this year. I don't know. He, I called him the human, the human fidget spinner on Twitter today. He doesn't. And I know that's not a reason not to want the guy, but he just doesn't sit still. Get the ball and throw the ball. Did you notice Aaron Judge was kind of like using a scouting report on Stroman that Stroman's big for quick pitching, so, yeah. so Judge wouldn't even step out of the that's batter's not the box. First time. I noticed that last year he did that against him. He too. just stood ready, waiting for the pitch. But I, I like Stroman a lot, dude. Would he be a rental? No, he's under control next year. I thought he he looked good today. I mean, he gave up those two runs. He had one tough inning, but not really. They were weak hits. And then he gave up, I, I think it was a two-run single. Uh, that was really the big damage uh, yeah. against him is he gave up that two-run. And then that Rochelle. third run was the Talkman dinger. He didn't give that up. Uh, yeah, that was low. He gave up. Uh, he threw a wild pitch that allowed Gio to score right, the third which run. Which was a very nice slide by Urshela there. Yeah, that was a. Uh, he might need some. He might need some ice in, a, in the lower region of his yeah, body tonight. That but groin. Yeah, that was nice, dude. You it know, you got to get like we give a lot of credit to uh, Mike Talkman. You got to give a lot of credit to Gio Rochelle, man. Now that you know, Encarnacion's here and Didi's healthy, there's a lot less at bats now for Gio Rochella. And you know, a day like today, he comes in and he starts. He's responsible for three runs. And you, you, and he like, played stellar defense today too. Which his role is now changed, right? He is more. He's not, yeah, he's a bench player. He's back to being a bench player now. I just feel like you didn't even. Usually, you could tell when something changes like that. You know, maybe his offense will start to slow down. And it has. He was. Yeah. He's. Uh, I mean, he might be over three hundred now, but he dipped below it uh, at some point. Yeah, he's at three hundred two again now. So, and then just defensively, man, the guy's a brick wall. Did you see that play he made today? Yeah. Took a crazy hop that's, on him. That's why uh, a lot of these analytics. Uh, Chris just texted worst episode ever. Uh, no, you, you. I don't. You know what? It's it's just Sunday don't, night. Don't let, don't let he's his on, negative energy. He's, he's on vacation. Get in here. I hope he drowns in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. It'd be just us two here. You think we could run it? Totally, dude. We don't need him, man. This this thing was easy. Forget, I just hit like you know three what? buttons. You know what? Just to just to trigger him now, let's not even talk about baseball. All right. Yeah, I'll talk about 
we'll talk about whatever you want. I Have you, you seen Spider-Man no, yet? Man. Oh my god. I know, Come dude. Come on, bro. I know. I, I maybe this week I'll go and, and see it, but I'm hearing all good things. Surprisingly, I thought I always thought it'd be, you know, a good, you know, pretty much all Marvel movies now are good. But it's better than good, right? You you'd say it's one of the better Marvel movies. I got to really sit down and think about it. My initial reaction coming out of the theater was it's in my top five of Marvel Universe right now. Which is, that's a pretty high compliment there. It definitely doesn't drop lower than top seven. Wow. It's exactly what it needed to be coming off of uh, Endgame. And in, and if you've been following the way that uh, they treat Spider-Man in this, this uh, mm-hmm. incarnate, um, what's the word uh, I'm looking for? This uh, this version of Spider Man here, they they explained. Because remember when we saw Endgame interpretation? Is that the word? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. What about Endgame? Remember when we were like, "Well, how did Spider Man and what the hell is his name? Sam? No. Max. Uh, I I can't remember something three letters. I can't remember his name right now. Ned. 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 That's it. Ned. Oh, they explain the high school thing. Why they're still in high school? Oh, all right. Awesome. That means it's probably a good movie. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the uh, plot holes, in my opinion. they give you a lot of information comically, but important in like the first five or ten minutes of uh, Far From Home. Yeah, I gotta check it out. I'll let you know when I see it. Yeah, and make sure. Look. I didn't stay for the end end credit scene, but somebody said that it closes a big plot hole in Far From Home. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you find out what it was? I did. Okay. And it doesn't make sense to me because oh, I was really oh. mentally checked out when I was watching Captain Marvel and it has to do with Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. How do you call it? The mid credit scene ties uh, this spider-man universe into the sam raimi toby mcguire spider-man universe that's kind of a spoiler dude but i didn't tell you how yeah but you kind of okay all right now all right i i hope it's not like a multiverse thing but i'm not even gonna look at you right now (laughs) you're telling me i know that toby mcguire definitely pops up then and andrew garfield they're popping up no toby mcguire i think he burned his uh his leotard yeah he hung him up no, it definitely uh it's it's a really good movie. And it, hmm, it, it it's exactly maybe what a little it, Doc Ock or some sort of just villain. Go, in just there. go see it. All right. And I really and the, and I I re- can't believe they connected those two. Yeah. What, what a, yeah. Just go see it. I'm anyway, gonna. there was I read something earlier in the week that uh if Far From Home doesn't make a billion dollars, it's in Sony's contract to take back full rights uh-huh. to uh the character. And I really, 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 really hope that this movie clears a billion dollars. Not that Marvel Universe Studios needs more money, but yeah. because of that end credit scene, how it sets up the third installment of what would be the Marvel led Spider Man movie, you need we need that movie made. Absolutely. Uh, so okay, Chris. Worst yeah, episode. How do you like ever? that, Chris? Yeah, yeah. You want to get into some wrestling talk? I'll I'll do. Some Actually, wrestling. there's a pay per view tonight. Oh yeah, the Undertaker gonna... wrestled this. Uh, he teamed up with Roman Reigns. Roman they, Reigns. Yeah, they they beat Shane McMahon and uh, Drew McIntyre. Awesome, man. Yeah. Best episode ever. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> oh, there's a bug there. Oh, a bug! <laughs> right there, Chris would have just yeah, ran away. Bug. Got it. I still gotta punch him, dude. I didn't know he was gonna be gone. To, see, this is what this is another thing about him. 
Don't tell anybody that he's going anywhere. I know exactly how I'm going to do it too. Yeah. I'm bringing, I'm going to bring my boxing gloves. I'm going to sneak one on my right hand. I'm going to it's like say in the beginning of the episode, oh God, I got to go to the bathroom right when we're done. So I'm going to get up really quick. Like I'm going to go downstairs and I'm just going to pop them with a right. And it'll be nice right on the camera right there. We'll get the camera set up for it. So you warn, this is like a, a warning, a pre-warning for yeah, him. But if he's anything like you, he's not even going to listen to this episode, dude. He'll listen though. Well, he has to listen he's to gonna, at least the beginning because I'm going to have to send him this file over. He's going to publish it. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> what are you going to do? Uh, whatever, man. I'm going to make him feel important because if we did this no. entire episode without anything from him, he'd be really upset. Yeah. No, you got to, you got to include him, you know? So let's get back to the Yankees here. We'll bring it in here. The Yanks, uh, like we said, they took two out of three from the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was, I was at the stadium on Friday night. It was really cool being there. Uh, we had really nice seats. Uh, so actually, was that Captain America night? Yeah. Oh, did you get a bobble? It did. No way. It was, it was ferocious though. What does that mean? It means that you, it was, it was touch and go there for a while. The the Yankees tweeted out to get there early, expecting a big crowd due to the, you know, it was the first game back of Friday night. You know, people are off plus the giveaway. They, and you know, Chris likes to be like, oh, just a and complain about everything. Is he here right now? I thought that was him. <laughs> they, and I had to go pick up these tickets from Will Cole and then get online to wait. And they didn't even have the no bag line open. They were opening it a half hour later. You didn't have that pass that you have? See, I didn't. See, the problem is, is where we come out, you know, we park by the train station and walk through. You know, so you're right there. You don't want to, you know, where you have to go for, uh, to, for the past, you have to walk around the stadium. Uh, I don't want to be bothered with that. But once they said that you had to wait a half hour for the no bag line, I was like, I was like, forget this. So I went and we, you know, we got in relatively quickly. And then, you know, it was like, I understand everybody's there to get this, this giveaway. But still, at the end of the day, it's a bobblehead. And yeah, would I have been pissed if I didn't get one? But I'm also not going to. Madhouse? I'm not going to throw blows over it. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, I get it's a collectible, and they're never going to do that again, probably. But, I mean, it is just a, we got a couple bobbleheads here we can give away. Yeah, it was it was different. Like, uh, they do a better job with, like, Star Wars night. Mm-hmm. Because CC dressed up as Yoda, and the guy that was playing Captain America was, like, from a bootleg Party yeah, City store. I saw that. So... Yeah, they really should have had Mo come out, throw the first pitch, full Captain America gear. That would have been something. And shield attached, fight some crime after maybe. Yeah, and you know how they always send the Yankee out to accept the you know to go shake hands with the people sponsoring the promotion. They sent Mike Talkman out. Like Mike Talkman's an Avenger now. Was he dressed up at all? Has yeah, he, he was dressed up as a Yankee. Was he like a Thor at least? No, nah, he was. He was dressed up as a Yankee. So they should have just played the game as event as the Avengers. You know. You could get, you could field nine events. I mean, and then on the video board, like instead of putting their number, it was like Brett Gardner was issue number eleven, and Judge was issue number ninety nine. Yeah, they, they did that on Game of Thrones night, like from House Talkman. I don't know why the uh, Yankee social media had some nice Avenger related puns uh, from the game. I didn't see. 
the Edward Encarnacion was a big hero from Friday night. He, it was his first real big hit as a Yankee. Uh, broke that game open with a bases clearing double, which is good for him because he really hasn't done much since. That was he's a been nice here. double too, right? That was a yeah, roper was off a the rope. wall. Yeah. So it was cool being there uh, Friday night. Weather was it was hot, but you know by the time the game started, we were covered in the shade. So and then uh, ended up getting on TV at this seventh inning stretch. They were panning the crowd, and you know, yeah, you got on that big screen, dude. No, on Yes Network. Oh no way! Yeah. I'm like yawning. Oh, I wish I uh, was paying more attention there. I could. Yeah, it's one of those things out. that it's one of those things that you miss if you're not looking. But, yeah. you know, everybody was texting my wife and like, oh, you guys were on TV. No you know? way. Oh, man, dude. If I was just paying more attention. So the Yanks won uh, 4 nothing on Friday. Uh, you know, they got a Domingo Herman started, gave six scoreless. Dude, you couldn't tell maybe from your seats, but his curveball in that game was the best his curveball has ever looked. Yeah, we were a little bit further. Uh, we were down the first baseline, a little bit past first base there, so... He could put the he could put it wherever he wanted, man. He was dotting that low outside corner to right. He's eighty three mile per hour, just coming right in the same spot every time. It was almost unhittable. So you know, you now you have to go back to when he had that bad stretch of starts there. If that was just directly attributed to the the injury that he missed time with, because you know he said that he missed he started feeling it like two or three starts before uh, he went on the IL. So those were really his only bad starts of the year. I mean, he's been pretty pretty phenomenal so far this season yeah i, yeah, I guess at this point you'd kind of hope that was the case and that I mean, he's not just an inconsistent type pitcher do you see cameron maven's actually ahead of schedule yeah they return? said he might be in a rehab assignment uh in a week i heard uh, i was reading today that they said that good for him yeah again though i mean we're, i mean they could activate him and then send talkman down use him as the uh extra bench guy but yeah. i mean at some point i'm sure the yankees are hoping john carl stanton comes back yeah but i mean who knows maybe stanton's not even back until sub- september and then by then you have the uh september call-ups right they still do that now still with the 40-man roster they're changing that i don't know i i don't remember off the top of my head if they changed it to 28. It's I know that they were cutting it down. I don't know if they decided they were going to do that this year or next year. Like that's where having a nice commanding lead of your division going into September really can benefit you because I mean Boone will probably love it. He's going to be able to mix and match and do whatever he wants if they have a commanding lead going into that last month. Yeah, uh, and two other guys that they gave injury updates on today was uh, Batanzas and Severino. They're both going to be. In their uh, throwing programs tomorrow, well, Monday, as you listen to this, um, it's going to take Batances a little bit quicker to get back because he's a reliever, so he doesn't need to really build up a lot of arm strength. Uh, what it comes down to is Severino, and uh, so we're sitting here, you know, as we're recording, it is, you know, it's Ju- July 14th, so we're in, the, we're in the third week of July already, so... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I mean, if you're looking optimistically, seven, six, seven weeks, you're looking at the last week of August for Severino. Is that enough time for him to round into shape and be a factor in the postseason? I mean, do you see them possibly using him out of the bullpen in the in the postseason? Well, Boone was asked this in the postgame today, and he said their plan is to get him ready to be starting pitcher. And then... If their needs or something changes at that point, then that's something they'll reevaluate. But I think their plan is to see if he can be a starting pitcher. Um, 
So that last week of August, the Yankees will finish up against the. Uh, they'll be out west. They'll finish up a series with the Dodgers and then Seattle, and then they'll come home. Uh, Labor Day is that Labor Day weekend? I don't know how early Labor Day. Yeah, it's a one o five start on a Monday, so it's probably probably is, yeah. Um, against Oakland and Texas, so he'll probably you know hopefully he'll be back in that series. And then what can he make? I mean, like four starts maybe in September. Is that enough to be confident that he could take the ball in a, in the American League Division Series? Because you know Yankees are. If the Yankees are playing on a wild card game this year, something terribly yeah, something well, t- went really, really wrong. So I mean it, let's say he comes back that last week of uh that last week of August. So now you're looking one, two, three, four, five, maybe six starts. Six starts, five or six starts enough for you would feel confident to give him the ball in the in the division series? I mean, they have they'd have to be really good starts and you would you would need those last three of the last four starts to be really good i mean what I mean, what if his last two starts to end the year are just terrible then 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 what are you gonna do you're are you gonna let him start a playoff game when he really didn't help them this season if he i mean, I mean if no, he's not if, he's, if they if don't he, know if whether or not he can contribute at the in, level he, he can. if he comes back and he's inconsistent in that last right. month then you can't really trust him but if he comes out throwing gas and he's you know looking like the ace Severino that I mean, it's going to be really, there's a, there's an adage in baseball is you never take too much out of what happens in April and what happens in September, especially in September when there's expanded rosters and a team like the Yankees, you know, knock on wood here that the Yankees are not going to be playing for anything in September. They're pretty much what what might, what might they be doing? Trying to lock up the best record in the American league. You hope that by the time September rolls around, their lead in the AL East will be big enough where they don't really have to really uh, worry about anything. So what are you taking from that? They'll be playing, you know, they'll be playing teams in in the hunt like Texas, Boston, uh, Detroit, and Toronto will be out of it, LA and Toronto out of it, and then they'll finish with Tampa Bay and Texas, who again will probably be trying to play for wild card spots. So I mean, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting because. At this rate, how many definitive starting pitchers do they have for a playoff rotation where they're definitely in an ALDS will make a start? Well, if they don't make a trade. Yeah, with, think with this roster plus Tanaka, Sevi healthy. Tanaka Hap, definitely. And you think Hap is a definite? Here's He's why good, though, his last two Tanaka, starts. Tanaka, Hap, and Paxton in, in the American League Division Series if they do not make a trade. And the reason why I don't put Herman there is because I'm unsure about his innings. Right. Yeah, we we mentioned that earlier. I, I could really see Herman being a nice piece to the to the bullpen in the postseason. Yeah, uh, that's I don't think the Yankees really need to make a trade for their bullpen. I, I would honestly I really wouldn't waste assets trying to uh, shore up the bullpen. Maybe if somebody has like a, you know, a mid-level guy that they're trying to unload for somebody that'll never be anything, you know, just, mm-hmm. and you just want a little bit of depth out there, you know, to try to take, you know, like yesterday in a two to one game or a two nothing game, you know, he went, you know, Boone went to Nestor Cortez and David Hale, you know, maybe, you know, with their lead, that's something that they can afford to do, but maybe, you know, if it, things were a little bit closer, they they wouldn't go to those guys there. So Boone's, you know, and you even saw today that Adam Adovino threw five pitches and it took him out of the game. Yeah, 
And then Canely bailed him right out. Yeah. And it was because I know the numbers that uh, uh, Adovino's ERA is like over four against lefties and it's under one against righties. And uh, Canely's changeup is devastating to lefties. So I understand why they did it. But it's also, too, is that... You know, Boone's at the point in the season right now where he doesn't he doesn't want to wear some of these guys yeah. out. Even though they're coming off the all-star break, he's still trying to limit some of the innings that these guys are having. And he said that uh I heard him on with Francesa Thursday as I was driving home. Is that these guys they're they're um oh god, I can't think of it. Okay, they're uh, what am I trying to say? They're uh they're tired. Okay. They're not that they're tired, but they're um Jesus Christ. They're lagged. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why this word is escaping me. Like usually yeah. I'll come up with something, but uh Lacks the days ago. They're not lacking. They're lax remember they were lax? Yeah, that's why I, I added the S in there. Uh you know, I c I can't remember. They're on pace for it. I don't know why I couldn't ah. think of that. They're on pay their appearances, the the top four guys in their bullpen, they're on pace for the high end of what they thought they could give them this year. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, that's all going to come down to September, really. So, they're not really... I mean, Boone said that, you know, they're, they're not really worried about it, but they would like to not be so close to the high end of expectations for those guys this year. I see them taking a very similar approach to what they did last offseason, which was try and add a big arm. They really didn't they added a, a middle uh of the rotation guy with hap and then they got uh wait hold on they did they trade for britain last year yeah yeah all right yeah and then they traded for a, a top tier reliever i see them doing that exact same thing this season where they're gonna go out they're gonna maybe try a bit be a bit more aggressive to try and get that top flight starting pitcher but if that doesn't work out i really see them going for you know as as good of a relief pitcher as you can get like a, a, a will smith uh, not the actor, the reliever for the Giants who's having a good year. I mean, but. we're 16 days away from the trade deadline, and I just don't know what's out there. What is really out there that's going to make a big difference for this Yankee team? Like everybody says, they need starting pitching. They need starting pitching. They need to get, they need an ace. But what is out there? I guess here are your options for as far as starting pitching. This is what I've heard so far. You got Marcus Stroman, Max Scherzer, Trevor Bauer. Matthew Boyd. Uh, Boyd, I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. I'm, I know his strikeout rate is way, out, is way up, but his walk rate is way up, and he gives up a ton of home runs, which isn't something that I'm excited about bringing into a stadium that yields a ton of home runs. And then this name I heard, who I, I've actually been interested in him for a few years, is uh, Robbie Ray. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a real dark horse there. See, I like him because he he's a flamethrower, plus... Uh, he could be he could have a, a nice like Lance McCullers type role in the postseason where he he might not end up being a starting pitcher in the in the postseason, but I could see him pitching some some pretty important innings like a, a Nathan Avaldi type for Boston last year. Where are we right now in the NL wild card? Uh, Washington, since we last recorded, uh, no, they're still they still have a they own the first wild card by two games and Scherzer actually just landed on the IL yesterday or yeah, this I saw morning. That. I don't think he's being traded. I think that's completely out of the realm of possibility. I don't know what Cleveland's thinking is with um Bauer. Right now Cleveland 
Cleveland is tech. They technically don't own a wild card spot, but they have the same amount of losses as Tampa, who has the top wild card spot. So they're percentage points behind Oakland for the second wild card, even though they have the same amount of losses the Rays do. That wild card's pretty tight right now in the so, American League side. Yeah, I mean, I think Cleveland's thinking is if I guess they're. If they do end up trading him, then that means they're not thinking World Series. And Trevor Bauer is interesting because he's he's a big one year, two year contract kind of guy. Yeah, maybe he also, just don't but want he's that. under contract for next year. Yeah, so it's not a rental. It's somebody that you would maybe feel comfortable giving up a little extra for because you have him for next year. My whole deal with him is that what if Cleveland Cleveland what is their thinking right now? Right, the division probably not going to happen. Seven, uh, six games out, probably not going to happen for them. But they're right in the middle of this wild card here. And somebody brought this. I was reading an article the other day, and could it be what the Rays did last year? The Rays traded Chris Archer, but not to sell, but to get better because they brought in Glass now and Meadows. Could they be looking at a similar deal where they trade somebody like Bauer, not to sell, but to get better, where they can still compete this year, being a wild card position by trading Bauer? And what could the Yankees offer? Obviously, it would be Clint Frazier because they need help in their outfield. You keep hearing that they want, they, they would be open to a reunion with uh, Clint Frazier, but they would need a starting pitcher to come slide in. You know, Kluber's still on the IL. Unfortunately, uh, Carlos Carrasco has cancer. We would, uh, you know, we wish him the best, the speedy yeah. recovery that he overcomes that. Um, when we recorded last Friday, we, uh, it was an error on my part. I should have let off the show with this. We want to extend their deepest condolences. And I wanted to come on the show and do it here. And I forgot again. And that's on me. But I do want to extend my condolences to the Skaggs family and uh, to the Angels organization on the passing of Tyler Skaggs. And, you know, baseball can, it doesn't heal the wounds of death, but. Man, what happened in Anaheim the other night when they pitched I got, that? I got chills just now thinking about when it, they dude. pitched that combined no hitter and which was so much better than just the typical regular no hitter. The fact that they had a couple—I mean, it was only two different pitchers, but I like that it was a combined no hitter. It showed more of a unity and team camaraderie. And they, the you know, Trout hit a 454 foot home run. Skaggs wears 450, uh, 45. Uh, the last time a combined no hitter was thrown on in California, California was on the day of his birth. Yeah. And I think something crazy, like they scored seven runs in, in one inning and 13 runs total in a game. And his birthday is seven thirteen. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just there, there's, I said this to Chris, like with, with stuff like tragedy and there's no other sport like baseball that really just like makes it, it, I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but there's so many different moments. Like think of 9-11 with Mike Piazza, like yeah. how great that moment was. Think of D. Gordon with Jose Fernandez when, you know, he passed away. D. Gordon comes out his first game they play and hits a bomb home run. The guy has like six career home runs. Yeah, after uh, Fernandez died. Yeah, right? it's just like all this stuff just like it just brings it brings out the, the I, I don't know what to say because I don't want to come off it like I'm. Uh, being insensitive. No, I mean, I. It's just something with this sport, man, and it it's it's the it's 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 one of the main reasons for me why I find it to be the best sport in the world. It's like a script. Uh, speaking of scripts, I wanted to bring this up because somebody requested that we bring this up on the show today. Uh, Jim, I don't, I think he pronounced his name Bowton. 
uh, passed away on uh, July 10th, former Yankee. He wanted me to bring it up on the show. Uh, I'm bringing it up on the show. Rest in peace to Jim Bowden. Uh, obviously, before my time, uh, the guy retired in 1978, which is five years before I was even born. Mm-hmm. But uh, interesting, he pitched for the Yankees. He was you know, a Jersey boy, was born in Newark. Um, pitched with the Yankees from 62 to 68. Uh, pitched on a 1962 World Series team for the Yanks. Uh, his big accomplishment, I guess, in life was writing the book Ball Four, which was a diary of his uh, playing years where he kind of exposed what a philanderer Mickey Mantle was and that guys were doing like greenies and shit like that in the clubhouse. So he was no kind way. of a snitch. <laughs> wow, dude. But uh, his, to me... That would be a good movie to make off that book. Uh, to me, the biggest contribution Jim Bowen ever made to uh, the world is he is one of the creators of Big League Chew Bubblegum. Unbelievable. Uh, Jim Bowen passed away on July 10th, so we extend our condolences to his family and to uh, the person that requested us bringing up Jim Bowen. I on wonder the if show. that's uh, supposed to be him on the uh, as the image on the Big League Chew because no, it think. looks like a Yankee. It, it's, no. it's a white uniform. Yeah, but it's it's more of a prototypical slugger. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This Big guy. League Chew, man. We should get them as a sponsor, dude. They still make that, right? Yeah. So. Great flavor. What was your favorite? Oh, original. Uh, I told the story many times that I'm a grape guy. What I used to do uh, to emulate guys that chew tobacco is uh, I would used to put a big wad of it in my mouth with a tootsie roll in the middle. So yeah, when you, you would you. spit, it would come. It would look brown like tobacco. That's that's good, bro. So what were we talking about? I don't know. Just how awesome baseball is. No. um... The deadline, right? We oh, were yeah, 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 yeah. With, like, Bauer. Yeah, so that's it's what It's really was... Bauer, Bumgarner, or Strowman. Well, what the great, the greater point I was trying to make is that, all right, so the Yankees would say, okay, take Frazier, but they would need somebody to to pitch because, uh, you know, like we said, Kluber's on the IL. Unfortunately, Carrasco's dealing with, uh, I believe it, the is form is leukemia, right? Leukemia. Um, so they need somebody to take the innings that Bauer would take. And Bauer leads the American League, if not all of baseball innings, in innings pitched this year. Um, I'll give you one, Luis Sessa. Yeah. Straight um, up. But, you know, you say you hear people just say, oh, give him Herman. Why would the Yankees do that? Don't they, if the Yankees need young, controllable, ace-type pitching, based on what Herman has shown you this year, why would you be so quick to get rid of him? Yeah, because that, that is a young, controllable pitcher right there. That has shown you, shown, that yeah. has shown he's got ace-type stuff. Plus, you want to also, maybe you are looking ahead, but you mainly want to win this year right now with this roster, and, and how much more can Bauer really give them than Herman is, isn't right no, now, I would, you know? No, that's what I'm saying. Like That's why I don't know if the Yankees and... uh Indians match up because I don't know if the Indians would be interested in guys like Albert Abreu or Davey you know Garcia. What about oh, that's I was about to mention Davey Garcia, who's shooting up the ranks for the Yankees, which could be he's making his Triple A debut or did he make it already? July no tomorrow he's making his Triple A. This debut. could be Cashman's way of trying to uh, mm-hmm. overhype him to kind of get him out in forefront of yep. some people here. Dude, that's a good call, man. That is that is probably why he's up right now. 
So we'll see what happens. Maybe I just don't. Two weeks. I don't think the Yankees and the Indians are a match there because, like I said, I just don't think the Yankees are quick to be are going to be quick to trade Domingo Herman because he's going to fit. Nah, he they won't trade him unless unless it's something too good to pass up. But then also you got to think this is the first year, right? That that they're once the deadline's finished, it's That's over. It, yeah, there's no waiver wire. I mean, a lot of the big moves that have happened in the last couple of years have happened after the trade deadline, right? Yeah, you so had teams are going to have to make them. Verlander, Andrew McCutcheon last year for the Yankees yeah. was after the deadline. Uh, there's definitely a bunch more that I'm just blanking on. So but. the Yankees are going to have to, uh, not the Yankees, but teams are going to have to decide. I would say within the next right. week or 10 days and decide if they're uh, buyers or sellers. Because there's no waiver, you know, since there's no waiver uh, deadline, they're going to have to, you know, you just got to figure it out and, you know, maybe make a call in the season earlier than they would want to. Yeah, I mean, because there, there's only so many teams that are, there, there's only five teams in the National League that are four and a half games out of a wild card. I mean, in the American League, you got the Yankees, Minnesota, Houston leading their divisions, Tampa, Oakland, and we'll throw Cleveland in there hold a wild card spot because I'll say Cleveland's basically tied because they have the same number of losses as Tampa. Boston is uh, a game behind Oakland. Then you got Texas three behind Oakland. And then I guess the line of where you're going to cut it off here is the angels. They're uh, five behind Oakland and everybody else is under 500 in the American league. And then the national league, you got Atlanta, Chicago and the Dodgers all holding uh, division leads, Washington, Philly, uh, holding down um, wild card spots. St. Louis tied in a loss column. Then you got St. Louis, Colorado, a game behind for the second wild card spot. Arizona's two behind. And then you got teams like, uh, even though they're under 500, you got San Diego, Pittsburgh that are three behind. And then if you want is this, I mean, San Francisco seems like they're a seller, but, you know, they're four behind in a loss column for a wild card. So, I, I mean, mean how, how, I mean, maybe they don't want it. I, I'm assuming they will trade Bumgarner because they are under 500. Yeah, but, but think about it, right? There's two weeks of games to play. If they go 10 and four, that's a nice run right there. Baseball is all about going on one or two nice runs. They do that. They're right in the thick and look of at the Cincinnati card. here, even though there's six under as well, but they're three games behind in a lost column. And then, and then we'll cut it off. They're really the only teams that I would say don't have any type of hope. And are the Mets and the Marlins, but do you want to say the Mets maybe do now that, you know, they won a couple games in Miami and they're six behind in a loss column? Yeah, these next two weeks for the Mets are going to be So really, everybody in the National League except for the Marlins are within six games of a playoff spot, whereas in the American League, you don't, you know, it's, you don't have that. You have, after... After the Angels, you have what? You have two, four, six teams that are under 500 that really don't have any shot yeah. of making the postseason. So, and the Red Sox, they added Andrew Kashner. Yeah, a and the days A's ago. added uh, Homer Bailey, yeah, which I saw you know. That. You ever like, notice how much Homer Bailey looks like Christian Bale, dude? He looks just like him. You know, and then you know, this is this is what cracks me up about Twitter is that okay. people are sitting around like, oh, Cashman's not doing anything. The Red Sox got Andrew Cashner. Yeah, man. You want if the Andrew Yankees, Cashner? That's what I'm saying. If that was the move the Yankees made, do you know what Twitter would have been acting like towards Brian Cashman? Not nice. No, no. That's a very simple and... Uh, he's like 9-3 and three with a 3-4-8 three, or something no, this he's year, pitched, Cashner. He's actually pitched well. He's a nice... 
back of the rotation piece for the Red Sox who need somebody to fill that role. But, you know, for the fans that are like, oh, look, the Red Sox are getting better and the Yankees aren't doing anything. This is not, I mean, you really, what would you have said if that's who the Yankees traded for? Because or? at the end of that move, it are the Yankees really getting better? No, they're not. I mean, are the Red Sox getting better? Sure, they're, they needed help starting pitching, you know, but Andrew Kashner type player, that's not who the Yankees have on their radar right yeah, now. You know, Homer Bailey, 4.8 all year already, even though I know he's pitched better in his last five or six starts. That's not something that's no, not thanks. something that's on Brian Cashman. No, Homer Bailey. I mean, Homer the, Bailey, he gives up a lot of homers. If the Yankees were top heavy, where they had four really great starting pitchers and they needed somebody to log innings in the back end. Yeah, take a shot at one of those two guys, but that's not that's not what the Yankees need. That's not what they need to be going for right now. Nah, man. They're going to they, they got to go for a, a top top of the rotation guy. It's just and even what are though, they going to have to give up what? for him? And even though his numbers don't say that he is right now, if the Mets ever just try decide they want to trade Noah Syndergaard, that'd be a guy I'd be all over. Yeah, he's pitching to like a 4.55 ERA right now, but Again, that's another guy that can just I, throw the ball hard. The Yankees kind of could use a, a starter. I mean, who, who's their hardest throwing starter? I guess James Paxton, right? Yeah. I mean, he throws pretty hard, but other than him, I, Domingo gets it up there. Tanaka, no. Hap, Hap no. And CeCe, forget it. Like, the names that you're just going to hear, they don't excite me. Like, you know, you like Stroman more than I do. Mm-hmm. Bumgarner, we... as Again, I don't... What's left in the tank? I want the Yankees to go get the guy, but they don't seem enamored with him. Uh, you know, Matthew Boyd, no. No, please not Matthew Boyd. Marcus Stroman, though, I think... <laughs> Did you did you watch the World Baseball Classic when Team yeah, USA won? But, yeah, but his ERA career at Yankee Stadium is over six. Then that worries me. Well, then that's, you know you pitch him game three of the that's ALDS. That's not that's not from being on a bad team. You know that, that you know you don't want to be bringing in a guy that struggles at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, he looked pretty good there today, but not. I I, I get that though. No, you don't want. To bring someone in that struggles at the, the stadium where he'd you know Zach Wheeler starts. could be available. Yeah, and he doesn't. I, see, I just anybody with the Mets. I just it's it's not they're never going to trade with the Yankees. Nah, then the, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. It's not my team. I can't say. Oh, they should. But you know, Brody should be open to making a deal with the Yankees. If the Yankees offer the best package, that should be what he's looking at. Why? Because the Wilpons don't want to see Noah Syndergaard riding a parade float. If I that, mean, if if the if the deal the Yankees make can help you ride a parade float in two or three years, why would yeah. that bother you? How many stories have there been in the last like five years of of Mets making moves almost in spite of the Yankees? It's like it's part of their mo of their front office to try and make moves that end up biting the Yankees. Look at what look at how they handled Jay Bruce. I mean, the Yankees reached yeah. out for Jay Bruce, and the Mets didn't even call them back. Like, what are you doing, man? No, what I mean, not end the of the Jay- day, you got to make what's the move that's best for your own franchise. You can't you can't worry about what it's going to do for your big brother. Yeah, I mean, like, not that Jay Bruce is going to fetch a lot, but the no. Yankees, you know, the Yankees offered. Two for Jay Bruce was better than what it ulti- what the Mets ultimately got for him, and any other general manager in the league probably would have taken, except for you know Dombrowski, because obviously the Yankees and Red Sox aren't making deals. But. And now Jay Bruce is on the Phillies, just totally yeah. dominating over there. So. I don't know, man. I, I like Stroman. He he pitched pretty terrible last year, though. 
5.54 at 19 starts. Yeah, he just came off the aisle too, so. Uh, he's pitching to a 318 this year. I mean, that's pretty damn good, dude. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's five a, and nine. He just reminds me of Sonny Gray, and I don't, I don't know. I just. I yeah, don't but he, just, he throws harder than Sonny Gray, so. They're very, sunny. they're they're very similar in build too, and I just I don't know. Not yeah, that. but I I feel like Stroman has more, just better stuff. But Probably I, I don't know. I don't, if, eh. if his numbers aren't good at Yankee Stadium, I get that. But I mean, Madison Bumgarner is the guy that I'd want on this team. I mean, come on, dude. I know he's not having the best year this year, but I w- I want someone that's proven that that can help this team in October. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, out of, out of all the rentals, I think that's where the Yankees have to go with this. Just bringing, you know, unless they're going to ask for too much, then you know, that's right. I think that's what's going to hamper Cashman in the end. Is teams know what the Yankees' one need is, yep, and they're going to ask for too much, and Cashman's not going to. And I don't think there's anybody on the market right now that the Yankees could get that would warrant the Yankees overpaying for. Do you see Chad Green maybe being a piece they try moving? I don't know. I could see I could see maybe San Francisco wanting Green and then maybe you get Will Smith and Bumgarner. You know, it's interesting that <clears throat> with Chad Green because if, you know, if That's who I would want. You know, Don Batanz is a free agent at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. A role Chapman can opt out at the end of the year. He might be somebody the Yankees need to step in and pitch big innings in, right. in late games. So I don't know if that's something that the Yankees would Yeah, be, that's a uh, good point. Maybe they have him in their future plans, especially with how great he's looked since coming back from AAA. Yeah. So uh, even though the Yankees, uh, like we said, they didn't hit a lot this week. They scored in one inning on the, on Friday night. They scored in one inning on Saturday they scored four runs today, a two-run single, wild pitch, and then Talkman, you know, put the exclamation point on it. They're winning. They won a series. Uh, they're on a good run here with their starting pitching. I think they're like their last eight starts or whatever. They're um, pitching to like a mid-two ERA, which really hasn't led to a lot of success for the Yankees because since they got back from London, they're what? Uh, they're five and four right now. So. <laughs> Something like that. So really the good starting pitch. It, again. Which is funny because usually when the Yankees have that dominant starting pitching, they just, they don't lose. Yeah. But what they're not doing is they're not really hitting. Right. And again, that, you know, you can scream starting pitching till the cows come home. The, the Yankees are going to win and lose, win or lose the World Series this year or make it or not make it there based on this offense. Yep. 100%. And you know what? We saw them kind of go into a bit of a slumber when DJ LeMayu missed those two games in Arizona. He came back, started hitting again. Since they got back from uh, London, DJ's been in a slump. Yeah. Now, look, I know there's people out there that are that want to uh, you know make a big deal out of it. Guys are going to slump. The guy was on such an incredible tear that it was only bound to happen that he was going to come back down to earth a little bit. But as DJ goes, it looks like the Yankees go because since they come back from London, they're not really scoring a bunch of runs, and he's been in a slump. So Didi's really slumping as well. Yeah, He looks not, lost at the plate. Look, I, didn't, I didn't actually hear it today, but somebody tweeted that uh, he was getting boos at the stadium, which, I mean, if you're booing Didi Gregorius, just, just jump off the George Washington Now, do bridge. you think him bringing back the whole emoji tweet thing Kind of ties into him slumping. Maybe it's trying to no, break he, that juju, bring it back. Maybe bring, bring it back to get back. him going again. Yeah. Because he, you know, 
Look, these are these are guys. You know, Aaron Judge. He's been hot, but he's not hitting for power. Yeah, he's had he had three what? singles yesterday, he had right? Four singles. Four. Yesterday. Yeah, it was four, and, and then another, another two couple today. today. So you know what? These are guys that have not played a lot. They're going to go through their 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 ups and downs. You know, as long as the ball club keeps winning, that's all that matters. So, Yanks are going to welcome in. We'll look ahead here. I don't think there's really anything else you want to touch on. No, man, we covered. Is that some anime thing you want to talk about? Anime? No, I don't. I don't watch anime. A couple of my friends do. I never got into it. I I did watch uh, Detective Pikachu this week. No good. Nah, <laughs> just not a good movie. Just not. It just, it, I hate, it look, really I'm not into made. Pokemon. I'm really, no, not, I, I never, never got I, into no, it. No, I was when I was a kid, definitely. And I thought the idea of Ryan Reynolds playing a Pokemon could have been funny, but, and maybe like if I caught it on cable one day, I would like stick with it for a few minutes. But if you're saying it's bad, then no, I'm good. It's just a movie, you know, it's nothing. I, I'm, I don't even remember any of it. Like that's, it's just one of those kind of movies, just very forgettable and Probably pointless, shouldn't have really happened, but it did, and I watched it. Speaking I also of Ryan, watched Hereditary, dude. Which, which is what? That's a, that scary movie that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, oh my, that movie was scary, dude. What's it about? It's about like uh, this this lady's mother dies, uh, and she like comes back to haunt them. Yeah, no, I don't get down with ghost movies. Oh, so, yeah, dude, it wasn't like that typical pop-up scary horror yeah. movie it, it just had some screwed up stuff in it and you're like that that's scary i know they're not prototypical uh horror movies but i kind of i like the slasher that's like my where i yeah. go for horror movies because people are like oh it's not really scary it's just did you watch God. the new halloween movie? yes was that any good it's kenny powers wrote that you know yeah i did see that uh did you like the original yeah it, I, I didn't like love them but they they were always a good movie to put on around halloween you know I'll say this about this one is that I didn't like what I didn't like about it is that apparently it erases all the sequels. Yeah, I heard that. And it just it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the original original movie, which I didn't like. I could have I could have lived with them acknowledging Halloween 2 mm-hmm. because Halloween 2 takes place the day after or the you know hours after the oh. original so i could have lived with that but like halloween 4 and then halloween 28 like yeah okay we could ignore those halloween right? h2o wasn't yeah. what was that one that one was and definitely like the the god awful rob zombie movies for years anyway but what i liked about this movie is that if if you were a fan of the way the original played out it's very, very similar to that. So they, they paid good homage to the original. So That's I, good. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll watch it eventually. Who it's knows? not something that, I mean, if you were a fan of it, then, you know, you should see it. I mean, it's not something that I would say if you were never really a big fan of the original Halloween to go out of your way and see. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, speaking of Ryan Reynolds, I don't know who the late, the, the lead female is. I want to say it's Gal Gadot, but him... It's either her or Margot Robbie, one of those two. They were. It's somebody that was uh, a DC in a DC movie. What the new movie he's doing? Him, The Rock, and one of those two are in a. Net, they signed on to do a Netflix movie. It's, it's a, not that one movie where he's playing a character in a video game, is it? No, because they haven't even begun shooting it yet. Uh, Starting to shoot in uh, 2020. That's a nice. I think it's cast. Gal Gadot. I don't think it's Margot Robbie. When you said in Spider Man that there was a character that pops up, I think you said that to me, right? 
I I was thinking it might be Deadpool, but don't tell me if I'm wrong or right. No, it's, it's oh, not. No. There you go. That would have been cool. I think they're still trying to work on getting uh, Deadpool into the MCU, but I but think it's not Tobey Maguire. No, it's not anybody. It's not anybody that played. I'll just say it's not Don't. anybody that's played Spider-Man before. Okay. okay. So then that leaves Willem Dafoe, which would be cool. Willem Dafoe. It's not the lizard guy because they have their own lizard now, I think. Or no, that was Andrew Garfield and they didn't do a lizard in the originals. So it's just connecting the Raimi universe. You're saying yes. it's definitely Doc Ock. Don't look though. Don't look. <laughs> or it, nah, it wouldn't be Venom. Because don't please don't be Venom with Topher Grace. No, 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 no. Because uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's uh, apparently still playing that character. Yeah, All I right. gotta see it. I'll, I'll let you know when yeah, I, no, when I check it out. All right, so. Uh, Yanks are uh, moving on now. Here they got four with the Rays again. You know what you want? You want to see the Yankees win the series, but if you split this series and you send the Rays out, still eight games behind, and now you're only playing the Rays two more times the wow. rest of the year. That pretty much, I mean, unless the Yankees go on a major losing streak, that kind of erases the Rays from the division race. To be honest, man, with you. they only play the Rays two more times. Now, think of that, though. Then that's just one other team that's not above 500 that the Yankees are going to have to face this season. So that I mean, that's it. The Yankees, their goal should be to split, and then if they, I mean, if they take the series, they take the series. I mean, that's gravy. I mean, that's really you know, it's gravy on top of your mashed potatoes. There, oh, yeah, put all that gravy on there. So we got uh, tomorrow. It's Snell versus Paxton. So there should be a pretty good pitching matchup there. Damn, Snell's pitched a lot against the Yankees this year. Then you got, uh, it looks, Rays are probably going opener because TBD's lined up for them. So Ryan Stanek. Against CC on Tuesday. CC, dude, he pitches so well against the Rays. He hates the Rays. He totally, dude, did you see his last start against the Rays? He got a big out to end an inning and he's just walking off the mound and he keeps just looking at the Rays dugout as he's walking off the mound. It was so cool. Uh, Chirinos is going for the Rays on Wednesday against Herman. And then there's no getaway day, so these are all uh, 705 starts. Uh, then Morton against Hap, and Hap has pitched better. I mean, you want to see him continue the direction that he's going in, and you see the direction that uh, Boone is going in with him. Once he gets into the sixth inning, the first sign of trouble done, and I I don't mind that. No, I mean, you look at his numbers the third time through, uh, the hitters are absolutely destroying him. He looked great his last start he was at like 50 pitches in the fifth inning he pitched and then, saturday I, didn't, I was at a graduation party i didn't see the game on, on no, he, saturday he, so he did he did great it just they they didn't they didn't and then anybody hit. going out to the stadium on thursday make sure you get there early really cool giveaway unfortunately i can't make it to the stadium on thursday i would love to go uh david cone bobblehead night to commemorate the 20th anniversary of his perfect game so really cool if you're heading out to the stadium and then sun uh I don't think we can. Yeah, then the the Rockies are in town. No uh, no starters are listed. I'm actually going to be heading out Saturday uh, to, with my cousin to go catch a ball game. You're so. on a nice little winning streak at the stadium after starting the year yeah. rough, right? Yeah, and then uh, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll have to sit down figure out how things are going to go because uh, Sunday is my wife's birthday. So I don't oh, know. If she, happy birthday, Lance! I don't know if she's going to let me out to play on Sunday. Yeah, no, you got you got to do what's best for her on her day. 
So we'll figure that out. Uh, so yeah, so Chris will be back uh, next week, and then you got anything planned? Any uh, surprises? No, but uh, we're having uh, after I get back from the game, we're having cake and fireworks. So you are, even if your brother doesn't show up, you are absolutely invited to come by. What kind of fireworks we got? We got the good kind. I got the Fugazi Target fireworks because I had some good fireworks on Fourth of July. Yeah, you had the real ones. Yeah, the boom booms. Yeah, there were, we only had so many because it's pretty expensive, dude. It was like fifty bucks for like four or five nice ones. Or they they're real good. Fireworks. I can't. You know what? It really sucks is that I had a really a legit firework, but the uh, the thing that you're supposed to shoot it off of. No, my cousin lost it, and then he's trying to like build a contraption. I'm like, dude, no. you know, like we're in the thirties now. You know, it's uh, no more time to be blowing yeah, off hands. You're and not shit MacGyver, like dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Like if I was 19 years old, yeah, I'd be yeah. down with building some type of crazy ass thing with you. And then not even <laughs> yeah. that. We're set uh Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, I had a barbecue Memorial Day weekend. Setting off legal fireworks that you can buy in the state of New Jersey. You can get at any supermarket, Target, whatever. And people are calling the freaking cops. That's and Come it's, on, man. It's legal here now. It's nine o'clock at night. It's not like I'm setting them over right. one o'clock in the morning. So yeah, like, that's, that's I'm a little aware. Uh, you know what? I'm actually, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to be going crazy because my neighbors, you know, they suck. <laughs> you know, if, if you're a neighbor of mine, you listen to the show and you call the cops on me on Memorial Day weekend because I was setting off fireworks, you suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> And don't call the cops on my it's pretty on, good firework impression. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, so we'll wrap up here. Uh, follow our sponsors, uh, Baseballism at Baseballism. Uh, go to their website, uh, <clears throat> baseballism.com. I would give you the code, but I'm not sure if it changed or not. Somebody said that it wasn't working when they tried to use it. So we'll just. Yeah, we got to figure that out. We'll lay off that. Uh, are they going to have a few words for us after the show's over? I, I don't know. Chris is going to do the post-production of this, so I'm I'm sure he'll throw in, because he has his other computer, right? I'm guessing there's only the one computer here, and he's going to upload it. So maybe you'll hear from our sponsor. Well, if you hear, if you do or you don't, just go to, definitely go to baseballism.com, check them out. Uh, we'll have, for next pod, we'll definitely have an update on the code. So uh, if you're going to want to purchase anything from them, hold off a week. Uh, I did because I can't get a hold. He's on vacation. He's too good to answer the phone for anybody. But too. you got to give credit to the a fan of ours that reached out to us and let us know that uh, there's some difficulties on the site. So thank you for pointing that out to us. Yeah. Whoever did that. Yes. Thank you for that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Hey, you throw me off. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 134. Uh just staring at a chair. Uh, so we'll just do it like this. That guy, Rye. Go Yanks. That's, I got it. Uh, all right. Or was I supposed to say the P word? No. <laughs> I was going to, hopefully, I was looking for you to, to wait for me to say, say goodbye. This way the doom, doom, doom goes in. Uh, and then you could do go Yanks. I don't want to close uh, the show. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the last. I, I, you know, I like to pass. So, so you're saying go Yanks would end the show. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it. Go All right. Go so, uh, Chris, hopefully you're enjoying your vacation and that uh, you're, uh, you drown in the Atlantic Ocean. So that would be super enjoyable for us. Mm-hmm. Thank you uh, for, even though you're on vacation, for doing the post-production and making sure Chris. the show gets out. 
No, he's not the best. We're just thanking him for doing the post-production on the show. That's it. You're all, you're not the best. No. No S Mayhor. No S for our, for, for our bilingual fans. Stack guy Rye. Say goodbye. Go Yanks. Within a game, a bond is made. He teaches his boy a game he played. Two gloves, one ball, a day at the park, and the two play catch until it gets dark. And his boy does better than he thought he would. So the two played catch as long as they could. The boy and his friends, they play in the streets. Tennis shoes and cans, no bases, no cleats. They hit home runs and they turn double plays. One great catch, and he's Willie Mays. But the sun starts to set in the old neighborhood. And they played in the streets as long as they could. The boy goes to school and plays for his team. He develops his craft and follows his dream. He has moments of glory, he has moments of shame, but they shape his life and they make his name. But he begins to get old and it's understood. The boy played the game as long as he could. The boy now a man, he has a son of his own and he teaches his son a game he was shown. His son's first game, he sits in the stands. He yells out instruction, but it's not in his hands. And being late for the meeting was not in the plans. But a cheer for his son as long as he can. This is America's brand. This is baseballism. Do you believe in baseball?